0: The PRS Licensed Smooth Groovers Podcasts contains Smooth Jazz, Jazz Funk,
1: Soul and much more.
2: You're listening to the Smooth
1: Groovers, the home of some of the best jazz funk, soul chill and more.
2: Available live, podcast or stream.
1: Hey ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome to the Smooth Groovers Review and this is Dr. Groove. This is Beyond the Groove, enjoy. Enjoy
2: smooth groovers in association with castlab.co.uk training excellence in developing your podcast
0: hey ladies and gentlemen welcome to the smooth groovers review and this is dr groove coming to you with a special show it was an experiment that we conducted last year and if you enjoy it tell us what you think It's actually called The Listening Lounge. It's a concept where we thought we could get people together online, as we are in the generation of more and more people connecting virtually, especially due to the lockdown. Well, a lot of people couldn't get out and about, but they still love good music, and music is such an uplifting thing. Now, the crew, are called the Fusion Crew. And we got together and we spoke about music. We spoke about some of the concerts that we went to and remembering some of the incredible musicians and the talent they actually have. So this Listening Lounge episode is, like I said before, a special one that considers we could actually inspire people to listen to different music about how they feel and also more importantly, share our joy and love for the music. Now we might conduct one in the future and it will be an open forum and there are so many ways to connect. These days you can do Facebook Live, you can do YouTube Live. There's also the ability to stream using different applications. So let's see how it goes. Please send us your feedback at studio at smoothgroovers.com. So let's get on with the show. We have in the Fusion crew, a person called Manny, who I often meet at gigs. Arvi, who's the person that slipped me a cassette tape of the incredible Crusaders one album, and I got hooked ever since. So that was in the park. And also we've got Cam, who is a lovely guy who also used to love going out to gigs and discos. And he's a huge Peter White fan. One more person who wasn't on the call is a guy called Paminda. He's a massive Stevie Wonder fan. Anyway, so the format is that I'll actually play a little bit of the listening lounge in terms of the person talking. Might play a bit of the music in the background just for you to remember who it is. And I might go in there and just kind of do a bit of a talk over that says what the focus of that particular comment or focus is. Well, we hope you like the format and uh, tell us what you think. We're always trying to innovate in terms of the radio side because you know, we are the podcast pioneers back in the early 20s when we first started broadcasting. So we've been around, but we love to experiment and we love your feedback. And we also, more importantly, love the music. So here we go with the listening lounge from the Smooth Groovers, a special episode.
3: Remember, say hello, Look, Hi, nice dog, beautiful.
4: His name is Simba. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. Hello. Hello.
0: He's gone. Definitely Darcy. not as a jazz punk.
3: How are you doing, Alright?
4: I wanted to ask you. There was a song by Donald Byrd with some rappers in the eighties. Um, was it? Hey, DJ, play that song. Keep me dancing all night long. Do you remember with that? Donald Byrd? Yeah.
0: We can look it up. Sure, it wasn't by the Blackbird because the Blackbirds, they did a London gig, actually. They did, yeah.
3: actually, yeah.
0: They did.
4: Uh, was it a Jazz Cafe?
0: It was Jazz Cafe, yeah.
4: After this lockout, lock-in, whatever it is, we've got to do a gig together, all of us.
0: What? Perform?
5: We've got to go to a gig.
0: you <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you going to put your camera on? No. Why not?
5: Oh, OK. Well, it's like the- I, can't, I can't really... <laughs> uh,
3: uh, easily convinced. You washed your hair today. <laughs>
5: No, no, I haven't done anything. Um, I, I, to be honest, I can't really uh, partake for that long because uh, we're having a very late lunch. So that should be ready in about 15, 10, 15 minutes. So, uh, we're having bassa fish with broccoli and sautéed potatoes. Okay. It's well, not really a musical interlude, is it, really? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so we don't
4: mind like you eating just... as long as
0: you show us what you're eating. You do realise I am going to edit highlights of this and put it into a podcast and put music in between.
5: Well, uh, that's why I was nervous joining today because, as I said, I have to depart fairly soon. And, and I'm, I'm mentally, to be perfectly honest, I'm mentally not geared up for this today. I really are. Uh, just my mind's blank. That's why oh. we like. <laughs>
0: Today, I want to ask you, Avi, about your African music collection. And this idea that you had ages ago about so much music that you've got that was released on just on limited, well, first of all, limited release, and also on labels which were short-lived.
5: Basically, what it is is that the, the African music I like is dating back from the 70s. And it's no different to the funk and jazz funk that we really, really like there's all all other facets of jazz but the 70s decade the music that was happening then same thing's happening to all the other genres of music so your jazz funk now although there are now quite a few new bands that have come along but we still hop back to the 70s bands and, and they're gone now basically more or less and the same thing happened to African music. So you had that Af- particular African sound, the twanging guitars, and the 70s was a real dynamic period. All over Africa, all the different co- African countries coming out with the music. But now, or certainly the last decade or so, the popularity of African music has waned quite a bit. Uh, and that's always been the case, like the up and down, so it was quite cyclical. The amount of concerts have declined. And that kind of music has more or less disappeared. The Africans are now coming up with you know, your African rap. It's not the same anymore.
4: You know why that is?
5: Yeah. Because music
4: is not organic anymore. It's pre-recorded. It's people pushed into a group. There's nothing organic about it. That's what was organic in the 70s and 80s. Are you
0: it's implying band- that it was much raw? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's,
3: yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a good point from that. Um, you're going to tell me you've seen Fela Kuti in concert? I have Ar- seen
0: him as Arbyn. well, yeah. I think Arvi's a big fan.
5: I am and I'm not, actually, because I- Fela Kuti gets on my nerves. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what, what? Oh dear. Arby, put your hand well, on. He's made about 90 to 100 albums. And <laughs> I think you just need about five. <laughs> his son has carried have on have the tradition, hasn't he? Yeah, his he?
3: son has done it, hasn't he? Yeah, I would have loved to have seen him in concert. Some of the concerts I've seen online. Amazing, actually, I
5: thought. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, Lion concert is unbelievable. It's out of this world. It's, it's an extravaganza. It's, it's uh, a six, seven-hour extravaganza. And you, you won't last the course, either. He's made 90-odd albums, which is credit 90. to him. But you wouldn't buy all 90 of them. He invented that particular sound or in the Afrobeat in terms of Nigeria. And he was the main proponent. And everybody else kind of copies his style. Yeah, superstar. And
3: oh, no, I was saying the first I got introduced to was from, again, one of the albums my sister bought, The Dawn, uh, Ossie Bisa.
0: I was just about to say, Ossie Bisa, are you reading my mind, Manny?
3: Ah, I was about okay. to say, because
0: I actually played it last night, actually, on oh, one of the shows. I played really? uh, The Warrior.
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh, I don't remember there, that one. <laughs> there's that the album. It's got the dawn on it. She bought. I've got it. Yeah, so the blue when with you the elephants it up, on it. The flying elephants. Yeah, that's it.
5: Yeah. Classic album. Absolute classic. What you have to bear in mind is, yeah, Osibisa were at the forefront of African music in this country, mm. if not the played a lot of concerts. You know, in those days, you had a lot of university tours, and they just went up and down <coughs> the universities yeah, for years. Yeah, um, yeah, and for Asians oh it was like a gift you know it's like people who came from kenya for them it's like oh yeah african music yeah. you know i remember the first time i think it was james brown
4: and i asked joseph i said how do you dance so well he said something to me which really like i couldn't understand but i understand it now he said you know what it is me and the piano are like i like friends you know because his mum mm-hmm. used to play the piano and he says, all I do is let the music inside me, and it just takes over. So yeah. I relate to that. Because that was there in the mid 70s when I, this guy was ripping up the dance floors. But then I saw slowly, slowly got into the music, into music, and then slowly cultivated like Donny Hathaway and things, more into soul than actual jazz funk early on. One
6: more, more time.
4: Take it up, Keith.
6: Wow. I feel good
0: can we throw this into the mix i think one of the things that's probably about influence and the stage of life that we're at so some of us our parents came to the uk 50s 60s 70s at that time there was a closer set of collaborations there was no splitting into genres. And therefore there was more opportunity. I and mean, correct me if I'm wrong guys, but I think there was more opportunity for people to get together, experiment. It was kind of the, the old kind of business networking. If you know someone, I might know someone. And if we got together, we could produce a new sound. So it was definitely more, first of all, experimental. Secondly, the barriers weren't there. And thirdly, they're all trying to establish themselves. So any which way but loose, like the old Clint Eastwood movie, in some sense we are quite privileged that we were growing up in an era where there was no if you had a bit of bhangra that would be mixed up with a bit of reggae or you had a bit of dub which might have come from west indies and then that was mixed up with a bit more afrobeat so there was more opportunity of a melting pot in the uk than there was i possibly i think this is a unique setup but compared to other places around the world i mean what would you Mm. say definitely a melting
3: pot, UK. Well,
4: like I said, about the 70s, I don't remember many collaborations being done, but definitely in the 80s, yeah, I mean, a lot of people got together from different areas, especially with Bangra and Funk. The reason why I love you, yeah. I
1: know
4: that you'll to me, yes, I stay with
6: you, I know you love me too, the reason I
4: I mean, I remember the Gap Band, Party Train, Love Train, yeah, and Bill really good. Went Very good. Team. Those three were mixed. Really the video is really
0: amazing, isn't it? <laughs> isn't the video really good? I want to recreate that video, get out of the bus, and just go down, do a parade in my leather trousers, you know?
4: Let's go. I'll hold the camera. <laughs>
5: All I can say is that we had exposure to all these types of music in the 70s, over here. I think that's what it is. If you were anywhere else, you probably wouldn't have had exposure to all those kinds of different kinds of music. The
0: point was the fact that they had an opportunity to network between them. Say, for example, you have someone like UB40 that might get together with you know, the Bhangra Fat Dole Foundation or something, they had an opportunity to say, oh, I'll tell you what, you know, let's try and see if that drum beat mixes up with that. Or if there's um, you know, an Afro beat, uh, you know, might sit in the background and go, oh, well, R- Robbie yeah. and, you, you know, Robbie Sly, right? And you would have thought, actually, we could
3: experiment. That would have been more in the 80s. The sort of musical brain we have, us here, and what we listen to, uh, how we analyze it. Remember, we I shared that information about my sister influenced me back in the 70s, She's nine years older than me. Yeah. And and I remember you saying, Harvey, with all due respect, I would have been like to have met... I'm talking in 1973. She's buying albums like Deliver the Word from War.
5: My dad did think I was a waste of time, and he still does. Uh, And probably rightly so. I've been to your bedroom, Harvey. I
0: remember, at the time, the crates that you had and everything laid out in alphabetical order. He drinks!
4: That much? (laughs) 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 Crates of vinyl.
3: Guys! Guys, at eight years old, I spent Saturday evenings next to Greg Edwards' soul. Yeah! At the age of eight, yeah, that's yeah, so Soul Spectrum, I think it was Soul Spectrum. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. do you remember Greg? It was only two,
5: wasn't it? Robbie Winston and Soul Spectrum, it was those two, yeah, that's it. Yeah, only them, yeah, absolutely. Wait, Sammy, did we have a was it you or was it Morty? We are, he was doing a gig in Southall. And oh, we tried I to remember when way he
0: tried to get in. I wasn't there on that night. Yeah, he tried to oh, get in it, and he took us to they court. They didn't let us in. Yeah. Well, it was that. racism.
3: Who tried to get...
0: It, it was we tried to get into a Robin Wilson gig in
5: Southall. It was, it,
0: the name of the pub oh. is The White Heart. It's actually right. where, it, where Southall Market is. And you right. guys went, I wasn't out that night. And then you guys right. weren't let in.
5: And we weren't let
0: in.
6: And it's getting so you can't pretend. tears your tears keep giving you away but you're praying for a better day
5: The very late 70s or very early 80s I, I think because I,
4: I, I, I had a problem I mean I got in because uh, it was different but what I'm saying I got in but
5: what they didn't it was turban people They were not letting yeah. in
4: yeah you're probably right they yeah they discriminated
5: we should have gone with Lonnie <laughs> Smith
4: weren't
5: allowed in we used to go to the red line in Hounslow. i went there i got there oh no it was the, that was the problem that was that was a great place every saturday evening they had a disco there oh yeah it was a great place the red line middle of the high street oh, oh yeah i know the one. that was that behind mcdonald's that's the one yeah oh that's the one. yeah i didn't know that it
4: was called red
5: line uh, we saw actually we saw a couple of gigs there as well one of the gigs was the bombers They had a two-hit wonder or one-hit wonder or something. you remember the nightclub called Amaretto's?
3: I think I led a a bit more of an innocent life than you guys. Whenever you tell me who you've gone to see, Arvi, I was telling my sister that yesterday, I said, whenever you tell me who you've gone to see, I get a little envious.
4: Yes, Marvin Gaye. Did you guys see Marvin Gaye?
3: He's, he's been to see the Crusaders and War and, and, all and all... What?! Avi, did you go see... Were you with
0: us when we went to see um the last year when he was performing Isaac Hayes?
5: Oh, really? I saw him at the, uh, the Forum, not, not the Empire.
4: Was Isaac from Hayes?
5: Did he live in Hayes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's
4: the one. You know, yeah. Isaac. You know Isaac. Isaac Hayes Sharp. That's it, it. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That was yeah. one of my yeah.
0: favourite soundtrack albums.
4: That was just uh, oh god. When it I, came out,
0: everybody on that album has got Barkez on that album. It's got you name it. The people on that album. He gave so much opportunity, Isaac Hayes as a producer. <laughs>
6: Oh yeah.
5: West the war, by the way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you, you won't believe this. It. it was in Slough.
4: Oh, You're a kidding. joke.
5: Who, who no, was who Slough was Town Hall. hall? Uh, just
3: imagine Slough Town Hall.
5: It, it doesn't exist in its present form, but it was the... I think the, the the wrong Slough journey. Town Hall in his 70s or 80s. And and it was a two bill. The other people of that bill was Tower of Power. Oh, wow. What?
6: <laughs> What is him? Tell
4: me, tell me, if you think you know. What is he? He's a renegade. The best is yet to show. You were with them. Huge
3: group was their saxophonist. At one time, yeah. So was yeah. Richard. Oh, Elliott that I
5: got. That I got. So was Richard Elliot. That's right. Yeah,
4: Richard
3: Elliott yeah. as well. I I, I saw Tower of Power. power, power, power? power. Last oh, year? I don't. I don't, don't think
5: those guys were the the players at that time. This no, is no, about no. Very early Tower of Power.
3: Yeah, yeah. I actually yeah. did go to a concert in Slough in the 80s. It, it was a place called the Fulcrum Centre. It might have been Mezzo 40 I saw there.
5: Oh, okay, I remember that band, yeah. Icelandic band, was it? Icelandic,
3: it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good live. I saw them when they did a big gig at the Dominion Tottenham Court
5: Road. Wow. Oh,
3: yeah. And I saw them at Blazers in Windsor.
5: Oh, Blazers. Oh, <laughs> don't do, don't you don't talk mean. about Dominion, <laughs> I...
3: Uh, <laughs> oh, that's brought back some memories for Cam. Bad that one. Like. Yeah, (laughs) all right. I'll tell you what I could dance to. I think I mentioned it to you already. It's uh, an evening of 80s tunes that we like, you know, Debars, really? rit- Rhythm of me. the Night, and all that sort of stuff. Give me that all night long. I'll, I'll be out all night. Yeah,
5: I agree. I agree.
3: I'll be, and that's what we should try and do when when we're allowed to be humans again outside.
2: Um, <laughs>
4: I, got, I just remembered something. I saw the cool notes uh, at, at the airport.
3: The who? The cool, cool notes.
4: Note. But I've got to you tell you what it? happened. I've got to tell you a funny story if, if you got five minutes. Before that, can I say it's quite
3: funny.
0: Harvey's dinner's in well, the oven.
4: It's <laughs>
0: too late
5: now. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> tell the story before I get to my dinner. Yeah.
3: Just eat it while you're
4: talking. No, I was going to say the same right? thing, I'm Manny. Just eat it while drink. you're on the call. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Just a quickie. So me and my dad are going to India. There's a queue formed up because there's a woman arguing about the weight of the uh, baggage.
3: Oh, I, all right, all right. Of yeah. course. So I said
4: to my dad, oh, I said, no, dad, I've got to help out. And you know, I went there and I, I tried to explain to the woman that, you know, she had too much. And she goes, how much? And those, are, I think it was a five or tenner. And she goes, can you explain something to me? I said, what? Well, she goes, if I pay the five or tenner, will it make my suitcase lighter? Wow. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, <look. laughs> I have to go back and tell my
3: dad, that's what I told you. No, I am no, love I that.
5: Anyway. Listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shoot now, guys. I've been there nice am so glad I joined anyway. I'd okay. love to catch up with you some other time. <laughs> yep, that'd be All great, right, man.
0: Good, good to see you. All the best. Stay safe. Night
5: good All night. Not to see you, you too. Good, good yes. not to see you. <laughs> Alright, bye-bye. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. to end on a musical pardon the pun note if Mm. you had one song right i'm putting you all on the spot now which would be something that you've been listening to or something that you've reminisced about over this period what artist or what music have you spent time to listen to if you had an opportunity to do that i mean we're probably more busier than ever with massive lists
3: of stuff to do of course by the way here's your list tell you what i've been listening to lately is Barujar is my favourite, you know, I'm listening to Eric Gale, I've been visiting that sort of stuff. Very good. Lately.
0: You?
4: I mean since Bill Withers died, I mean I've just been listening to his tunes and you know, with uh, Grover Washington and others. Grover Washington Black Forest. I've just been playing that crazily.
3: Album I've been listening to again and again is that Jose James ones, which you put that track on. You know, he did a cover of Just the Two of Us, mm-hmm. yeah. But his album has got, um, Just the Two of Us, Stand By Me, Lovely yeah. Day. Brilliant! I like I, it. I downloaded it, I've been listening to that again. It's you not know what I
4: like about that
3: it's voice, so
4: clear the words, yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, absolutely. He's got a perfect voice, yeah, and the, the tracks are so on point, as it were, yeah.
4: So, I, I like the clarity of that, that voice.
1: two of us, building castles in the sky, just the two of us, you and I. We look for love, no time for tears, wasted water, all it is, and that don't make no flowers grow. Good things might come to those who wait, but not for those who wait too late. We gotta go for all we know. Just the two of us we can make it if we try just the two of us just the two of us building castles in the sky, just the two
3: you want to feature that one savvy on your jose james album i will do
0: definitely and i will actually include it in this podcast actually so what we're going to do is as we're talking i'll slice and put those together and put some music on and then you'll be able to hear the whole thing so probably be about a a half hour
3: listening lounge we also ascertained last week that we're both big fans of level 42 did did you like level 42 yeah Yeah. Yeah. i've got somewhere on tape a recording
0: of an in-session interview with mark king Actually, okay, I, I need to dig it up because there was a little mini documentary done about how he loves playing bass guitar, and I might actually try and dig it up to include it in the podcast.
1: Hi, it's Mark King here. A lot of guys ask me the approach to slap that I use. What you got to do is you got to get into this sort of 16th feel, and because it's kind of the, the basis behind funk, so it's uh, so if you think of a
3: Just take that. And you just keep that whole linear thing going, right? But the way to start, it is just go. I was a member of their fan club back in the eighties. I really was into level 42. Mm-hmm. I went to shooting of one of their videos. I think it might have been- Wow, that here? is big time fan. Uh, yeah, are you hearing what I hear? They just said they want some people to come and dance in the audience. And so that was at the Lyric Theater in Hammersmith. I'm wow. trying
0: to simulate maybe the Soul Train dance
3: thing, maybe. Oh, <laughs>
4: no! <laughs> now you got me on to that, yeah, savvy.
3: yeah.
4: Everybody in the group has made me rekindle all the things I was doing. And guess what I've done?
0: A Soul Train dance?
4: No, I've actually just finished, well, not finished, nearly finished the, the, the movie that I'm scriptwriting. It's called Dance. So how, from the school, you know, when I, when I went to school, I saw this guy, Joseph, ripping... Oh, yeah. Dance with and the girls just going screaming mad about it. And I said to
3: him, "How? What is this?" And oh, obviously,
4: right. we weren't allowed to go out, let alone, you know, watch.
3: Yeah,
4: the- yeah, yeah. yeah. But I asked it, and then it's the evolution from that that triggered it off, That moment, that I wanted to dance like that, and it's the journey of slowly, slowly, slowly. It you sounds know?
0: like a you know a pragmatist suddenly coming through and then being respected at the end. That's your McGuffey of the story.
4: I think, uh, yeah, but there was a lot of incident in between. There was, there was some hairy moments I can't really go into, but it was, it was kind of violent as well, because if you went into competition with a the guy, they didn't like it. Mm. They did not like it at all. And they got beaten with mixing, and th- this was at the Odeon, this was at Shaftesbury's, and a wow. massive race.
0: Guys, yeah. I'm gonna say, we've got probably just about a minute and a half, and I will reconnect, but I will put something together. It's been an absolute pleasure. As Brain. per normal, we'll, yeah. let you get, we'll let you get back to the ironing camp, and uh,
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's now the laundry.
0: <laughs> yeah, take the dog out for a walk, come back, yeah. do the ironing, make the dinner, right, and then um, and then hug there your was, wife at the end because you do it in some, collaboration. There,
3: there, was, there was something I was like going to say to me. <laughs> Look, yeah, it's been great, folks. Uh, look forward to seeing you again soon.
6: Well,
0: we hope you enjoyed that show. It was actually a slightly different one. We did a Beyond the Groove listening lounge, consisting of people getting together and actually reminiscing and playing some tracks in between to create that atmosphere of good times. We hope you enjoyed it. We'd love your feedback. We look forward to hearing from you. It's absolutely amazing every time you do send us a note because we know you're out there tuning in, whether it be live or actually to our podcasts, which are all licensed. We'll see you soon. Cheerio. Bye. The PRS licensed Smooth Groovers podcasts contain smooth jazz, jazz funk, soul and much more. We will continue with Beyond the Groove shows just to keep the funk, the soul, the chill, jazz, smoothness. And let's not forget, your podcast revolution is.
2: You're listening to the Smooth Groovers.
1: The home of some of the best jazz funk, soul, chill and more.
2: Available live, podcast or stream
3: smooth groovers in association with castlab.co.uk training excellence in
2: developing your podcast